Welcome to Bible Reading Today. Glad you've joined us again, and we're continuing our study of foundational truths, things that we need to know, basic truths from the Bible that we need to know in order to understand our Bible as we're reading it. And this is Lesson 2. Now, in our last lesson, we learned that when God created the universe in which we live, he created a language through that universe through which he can reveal himself to men and angels. God's purpose in creation is to make himself known. That's what he's up to. And this is confirmed in Romans chapter 1, where we read in verse 20, For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. So God's purpose in creation is self-revelation. And we have to realize this when we read our Bibles if we want to understand what he's saying to us. Now today, we'll examine another foundational truth about creation. And this truth deals specifically with the nature of who we are as human beings. Our verse to consider is Genesis 2, 7. And that verse says, and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. Now, what do we learn here? Well, we learn first that we're composite beings. We are comprised of natural and supernatural elements. When the scripture tells us that God formed man of the dust of the ground, we're being told that we are material beings, that the physical universe around us that we see, we're made out of that same energy, that same dust, those same material components. Our bodies are composed of inanimate elements, carbon, potassium, oxygen, hydrogen, and the like. We're physical in nature, we're told, but we're not only physical, because the verse goes on to tell us that there's something beyond the natural part of our being, that there's a supernatural part of us, too. And when the scripture tells us that the Lord breathed into man's nostrils the breath of life, we're being told that there's an essential part of every human being that's more than just natural. There's a supernatural part that we call human spirit. We are composite beings. Now, let's consider this for a moment. We have bodies that take in data through our senses. We see things, we hear things, we taste, touch, and smell things. Data enters through our natural world around us. Our supernatural part, the human spirit, gives life to the inanimate elements of our body, and our supernatural part knows what to make of the data that the body is gathering in. It's organizing that data into memory into values, skills, preferences, belief systems, all of which form a conscious personality. And that's why we're told that we become a living soul, as an alternate translation of Genesis 2-7 puts it. It's easily confirmed when we reflect on why we happen to speak our native language, for example. Most who are listening to the podcast today probably are native English speakers, and that happens to be true because we grew up listening to others around us speak English. Our ears heard the sounds, took in data. Our spirits perceived the meaning. 
and formed the English language into a part of who we are, and that's why we speak English. And this is how our souls are formed. This is how we become who we are. This is how we develop personality. We become who we are through this process. Now, so what? How does knowing this help us? Well, I can think of three implications to this truth that will help us to correct our thinking about who we are as humans. First, far from being disconnected from the supernatural world, we're intimately connected with it. Most of us picture ourselves almost entirely as natural creatures, living in a natural world around us, more or less removed from any supernatural world that might possibly exist outside of our consciousness. But this is entirely wrong. We are by nature both natural and supernatural beings. In human beings, these two natures dwell together in such an intimate way that they can only be separated by God, which is what happens at the moment of our death. Spirit and soul are separated from the body, the supernatural from the natural. The natural returns to the dust and the spirit returns to God, as we're told in Ecclesiastes 12.7. That verse says, Then the dust will return to the earth as it was, and the spirit will return to God who gave it. We are not far from the supernatural, dear ones. In a real sense, we are the supernatural. Secondly, we are more than a complex chemical reaction that somehow by accident has produced consciousness and personality. Modern man is searching for life on other planets without knowing what the meaning of life really is. Our materialist friends conceive of life as merely a chemical reaction that somehow makes inanimate elements come to life, but this can never be. Chemical reactions can produce certain changes in inanimate materials, that is true, but that only happens on the level of baking soda making biscuits rise. Just as medieval alchemists could never change lead into gold, a mere chemical process can never result in a life force that sustains life, that reproduces itself after its kind, that develops self-consciousness, let alone developing a sense of good and evil, or indeed a command of any of the multitude of unseen realities on which our universe depends for its existence. If all of this happened by accident, well, it would take a miracle. And this leads us to our third implication of this teaching. As humans, we're different from all other creatures and all other expressions of life. We're different from vegetable and animal life that we see around us. We're different in that we have consciousness of realities outside of the material universe. We can grasp mathematics and ethics, for example. We have a sense of fairness and justice. We conceive certain things as honorable, other things as common or shameful. These are realities, and we all agree on that. But a mere chemical reaction can in no way explain why or how we know this. The meaning is clear, isn't it? Humans are made in the image of God. We can know these things because we are made in His image. And though we have bodies like animals, we're different from the animals. 
Your dog may be a very nice dog, but he has no idea that there's anything other than the small circle of creation he experiences around him. He lives entirely in the horizontal universe without a clue that there's a vertical supernatural world that exists. Who are we then? We are physical and spiritual beings made in the image of God. We are natural and supernatural at the same time. If we don't grasp this, how will we understand when Jesus says to us in Matthew 15, hear and understand, not what goes into the mouth defiles a man, but what comes out of the mouth, this defiles a man. For out of the heart proceeds evil thoughts, murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts, false witness, and blasphemies. If we do not understand this principle, in other words, we cannot possibly understand the reason for sin and judgment. And that is where our next study will take us. We look forward to seeing you then. Have a blessed day.